We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. It's the Bart Winkler Show. I'm Bart Winkler. I got Paul Emig here today. Hey, Paulie. Hello. I got Tim Shea. Hey, Tim. Hello. Uh, I'm pretty fucking mad. I'm pretty mad. Right off the Uh, bat with a hard F. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let me take you back to late Monday night. You know, I probably should be off Twitter at that point. And so, God, there's so – I can't tell you how many – like how much restraint I've had when I see things on Twitter. Like – Zabin's whole feed drives me fucking bonkers. And I, I try to, I try to not, you know, don't, don't do it, Bart. Don't, don't, don't do it. But then I saw a nice man, Eli Berkovitz. This guy does stuff with Packaday and Game on Wisconsin, uh, CBS. Nice guy. After the Packer game, I saw that he tweeted, no one knows what the future holds, but if that was Aaron Rodgers' last game as a Packer, I think I speak for all of Packers Nation when I say thank you. For 15 years, we watched you dominate every week, and I've personally enjoyed every minute of it. 5,000 likes. Uh, I said, as the kids say, cap on that shit. Every minute? You've enjoyed every minute of this? And so this is my this is my profound Rodgers thought experiment for everyone out there today. Because I think that uh, if you were given the chance at a do-over, you would take it. That's what that—that's my profound thought. If you were given the chance, so first of all, I was thinking, if I could go back to 2005 and we just didn't draft Rodgers and we played it out with Favre and who knows what happens the next 17 years, I would almost be as bold as to say, I'd, I'd, t- I'd give the Super Bowl away and let me do the other path and let me see what would happen. I would almost be as bold to say that. But what I'm convinced of is if you like, like when you're gambling and you win like 20 bucks and it says double or nothing. And you're like, well, I am. I might double. I might not here. If it's like 500 bucks, you're like, ah, I'm not going to double. I want the 500 bucks. I don't want to lose that. If you had the chance, if a genie came down, if uh, Kang, the, the conqueror came down or whatever, and he said, all right, that was Roger's career. Now you can either be happy with it and move on to 2023 or as a Packer fan, you can go back to Rogers' first year as a starter, and we'll try it again and see what happens. No guarantee you're going to get a Super Bowl, but but we'll try it again and see what happens. I would I would fucking I would I would you couldn't get me to do it again quicker. 
You couldn't yeah. get me to do it again quicker because yep. we. So so if that's the answer, then, and and again, it's all this off the field shit. It's all the will I or won't I now that he's doing, and none of it's got anything to do about fucking COVID. You guys are idiots. But it's all this nonsense. It's the horrible ways that the Packers invented to lose. It's the McCarthy drama. It's everything. Everything. I would do it over, even with the same players, because I don't think that that's the best, like, timeline version. What's the community episode? I don't think that's the best. The dark timeline. Yeah. 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 I don't think this. The dark timeline. There could be a timeline where we don't win a Super Bowl, but I don't think that that's the case. I think if you start Rodgers' career over – I think you're going to win a, a couple of Super Bowls. I think that so much that could have gone wrong went wrong that I would I would do it over. So if you're willing to say I would do it over, enough with the like Rodgers gave us so much greatness. Rodgers, you're just you're there's like no it's like you barely did anything for you and you're like, "Oh, thank you." And this one Super Bowl which I called a fluke, which I'm sorry Bill Schmidt, I called it a fluke cuz Billy's like a you know, he played college football, so he's like a protector of, of men and, and, and that stuff. And Billy and I have thought about this before. He says no championship can be a fluke. But if you look at that year compared to the other years they didn't win, that's the year they won. Also, yes, championships can be a fluke. Lakers in the bubble. So my the, what I needed to spit out before we got going here is if you – if you were offered the opportunity to – Run it back and start fresh. No guarantee of a Super Bowl, but the potential for more. In a fucking heartbeat, I would do it. Paul, mm-hmm. I, I this is a great way to have framed this topic better than I had come up with. So I'm going to parallel this. So yesterday, a, a buddy sent me the 2023 Zips projections for the Milwaukee Brewers. How is this relevant? Because these are projections, okay? So what they do is, as part of these projections, is they come up essentially with each player's 80th percentile outcome, 20th percentile outcome, essentially telling you what is the ceiling of possible outcome and what is the floor of possible outcome. I would tell you that 15 years with multi-time MVP Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback, with the Green Bay Packers, with the slew of wide receivers that he had, with all of the you know, consistent NFC North championships that the team had, I think the floor of a 15-year Aaron Rodgers career, the worst you could do is one Super Bowl. Right, and that's why the Packers are so – it's abhorrent that they got one with Favre and one with Rodgers because any franchise would have figured the way to do that. Right, and so it's like if 2010 is the one that you really shouldn't have won – but 2011, you should have. You were 15 and one. You were unstoppable in the regular season. 2014, with a 99.6% chance of beating Seattle without every screw up in the book happening, like nine of them, I was. You could take it all season. away. So my the point is, Bart really framed really well and made me think about it in a different way. I do, and again, I'm not taking a Super Bowl for granted. I really think that a 15 year mostly healthy career of an Aaron Rodgers quarterback with a franchise, you don't win less than one. You win yeah. at least one. I think you're like to use the zips projections with fan graphs with brewers. I think your floor of outcomes is one. Now maybe your ceiling is only two because two is really hard. Like let's not like, that's not, let's not let Tom Brady 
completely spoil the math of all of this. But I think the floor is one. So if you're telling, if, if I believe that, and I believe that, that the floor of a 15-year Aaron Rodgers career is one, then mm-hmm. You, you, if you can go back to 2007 and do the 15 years over again, I think it might, it probably isn't 2010 that you win the Super Bowl, you win, but you win one in the yeah. next 15 years. So, mm-hmm, you'd want to go back and do that again because I don't think you would finish with fewer than the one that you got in reality. And I think most people, if they were given the opportunity to, all right, that's what you saw, double down or start over, you would go back and try to see how it would play out. Yeah. And if that's the case, you then would. why are we so celebratory of this career, which there was a lot left on the field, a lot of failure, and a lot of disappointment? That's what we're admitting to ourselves. This was a nice, like, okay, you got one 15 years, whatever, but this was the minimum of what it could have been, and we're just going to accept it. It's stupid. Well, and Bart, I know I want Tim to answer the mm-hmm, mm-hmm question that you posed because it's such a good one. The one thing I would tell you amidst your rage is, like, I don't know who this Eli Eye guy is. I mean, I know I'm on Twitter. But, like, everyone is processing this differently. And to your point about, like, the stages of grief and everything else, I don't think – I don't even think, like, the most diehard Rodgers, you know, fans, whether it's Horvat or this Eli dude or whoever else – I don't really think they believe that, that you were every Sunday was great. And every, you know, you were, you never had a bad game. And like, um, you know, if you really want someone to come on and cheerlead with you against Rogers Bart, you would have Rob Reichel on <laughs> because oh, I'm getting Rob on very soon because he's had many an article after playoff losses where he's chronicled just how poor Rogers and the playoff losses has been. Um, and, you know, I, I think the Sunday night game against Detroit this year, though it wasn't a playoff game, he was, he was, you know, he was okay. He was fine. But if you're starting to have a debate about who is the better quarterback, Jared Goff or Aaron Rodgers, you've already lost. Like, you can't be debating, well, which quarterback had the better game for their team, Goff or Rodgers? You've already lost at that point. You can't have that debate. Rodgers needs to be the clear-cut answer to that question. And he wasn't. And so... Yeah, so I, I I think everyone's processing it differently, and I would like to assume and think and hope that the hardcore Rodgers backers out there, even the ones who really like him personally, as, as opposed to you, Bart, I still think they would be real. It might, it might not be today. It might not be two days removed from that post-game press conference where Rodgers at least puts more breadcrumbs down about possible retirement. And we'll talk about that with my first mm-hmm question. But they're processing it. Like, this is their way through it. And so I'm comfortable with letting people explore their emotional state because I don't really think they believe that this was like, you know, I don't believe – what was Eli's tweet? How did he phrase that? Like, every week you were the greatest or something? I enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, I mean, no, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> like, no, I mean, but but that's how – maybe that's how some people are processing it. But there's no way you enjoyed every minute because there was – And even if he did up to that point – me picking a fight with them out of the blue on a Monday night about Rogers. He probably didn't enjoy those minutes. So <laughs> ruined. Tim, what do you th- Hey, I, Hey Tim, Tim, I, what say you Shay? Oh, you got to reframe the, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's I, gotta, Tim, you should, that. you should start a podcast called what Shay you. You can be my first guest. Guest. Okay. Uh, or, or you can do know, 12 Twitter spaces a day. Called I mean, fuck that. 
Uh, um, I'd go, mm-hmm, yes, I, I would like to see it. I'd even go as far and say I'd like to go back to some of those playoff games where he didn't even get the ball to see how that changes if he were, they were to get the ball first in overtime. How far could they go those two years? Obviously, it's Seattle, we all saw what happened there. But they had Arizona playoff game. I think those teams were better, obviously, than the 2010 team, 2010-2011 team. His career goes to a point where, like, I thought Rodgers should have come in for Favre in that cold Giants game. In that Giants, yeah. Favre's too old. The thing I tweeted the other day was 39-year-olds don't even like going outside to get the mail when it's cold. And yet the Packers trot them out there in the playoffs, okay? And then – so I thought, like, Rodgers could have played in some of those games. He was good enough. And then, yeah, Tim, a lot of those early – Games he didn't have the chance to even get the ball, and then they changed overtime no. rules. And then at the end here, you know these three losses, he just had no pedestrian. Did he? Did he cost the Packers the game? Uh, I mean, he's part of it, but he was yes. so pedestrian that he didn't win it for us. Um, but I just want to say real quick that that thirty nine, that thirty, you know, that thirty nine year old not even wanting to go out and get the mail in the cold. I saw that tweet. Very well said once again, because yeah, like yeah, and that gets thirty likes. But if I was going to put out there like Aaron Rodgers, I want to fucking give you massages every day and praise you to, at your feet. I'll get a million likes. Ah, don't chase a claim on Twitter. Who cares? But, um, the, bare, but the bare minimum that you know that. You but know, Twitter's least... my life. I got an email this morning. I'm not capping here. My new God. favorite word. It said, you're going to lose your verification. And I like <laughs> cried. And then I realized it was a spam. <laughs> but Elon might take verifications away. You might have to actually pay for them. Which I hope so. I take it away. Get, get rid of it. Because all these other idiots are just buying it. Fuck you, Zabe. What, Tim? But if, if if what you're saying, the bare minimum, you get one Super Bowl, probably more, and start over, yes. Then, yeah, 100%. How can I frame that online where it's, oh, I got to work on that. All yeah, right. How can you cut that into 280 characters? Well, no, we're going to get 4,000 soon from Elon also. That mm-hmm. was the other uh, thing. Uh, let me just quickly tell you, happyplacehemp.com. Did you hear our stupid math and our, our great uh, <laughs> arrangement? We had to say, I went to Happy Place Hemp in Muskego. We're doing 25% off. It's, it's anytime you want it, 25% off. CBD products, whether it's the, the tinctures or the topicals like the massage I would do for Rogers or the uh, gummies, which I had some the other night on the show. And it was all very clear when they kicked in. Um, we said, okay, however many points green Bay scores, that'll be the percent off. Cause we thought green Bay was going to put a bunch of points and then they scored 16. So that would be less than the 25%. So we're just going to double it. So it's a little more, it's like a third off of product. So stock up now, HappyPlaceHemp.com, the CBD, the CBNs, the THC, the Delta 8s, Delta 9s, 32% off. Good for at least the week, through the week, through Friday. I got to, I think we'll go into the weekend. I'm not 100% sure. So HappyPlaceHemp.com, promo code BART right now, 32% off. More mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right after this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And welcome back to today's show. Paul, you can ask a question now since I stole it from No, you. yours was good. I really liked your question. Here's what I want to ask you now. With a couple days to have reflected upon his post-game press conference, you believe... Aaron Rodgers has played his last game as quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. Same stuff he did last year. What percent chance then? So mm-mm, but what percent chance are you giving that he's that he's back? Yeah. 97. Very strong. Okay. He doesn't want to get traded. We've talked about this. Mm. He he runs the roost here. He can do whatever he wants. Where's he gonna want to get traded for? He's gonna he's gonna want to go to Vegas. To play with Devontae. And, yeah. and 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 who's the coach then? He's gonna want oh he, McDaniels, he's gonna like playing for him. No. Well, fire him and bring Sean Payton. He ain't gonna like playing for him. Why? Why not? Because he can't control these people. LaFleur yeah. even said in, in his press conference, yeah, sometimes people go out of their way and try to like do a little too much. Just say Rogers, dude. Now, after this episode, and I meant to do it, but then I got all fired up, I'm going to try to take all my Rodgers anger and not think about him for the offseason. It's going to be very hard because even if you try, he's in your face all the time. I need to direct it to Matt LaFleur, who I am very upset with. I have a question on LaFleur coming up. So, But I think Rodgers is staying. He has no intention to retire. Um, he... I, I don't know how consciously he does it, but him getting up there and like being poetic and saying stuff is it makes us not talk about how he played on the field. Then throwing reporters' names out there. Well, shit, oh, man, I'm, I'm gonna carry their water and I'm carrying his water. And I, he said my name at the podium. And Rogers said my name. If if I went there and ripped on Rogers, and then he goes, uh, "Hey, Bart Winkler, you're doing a great job." Holy fuck, I would change my whole tune. If Rodgers ever said my name at the podium, are you kidding me? I'd be like, oh, Jesus, I love this guy. Bring him back. He knows what he's doing. And we're all falling for it. And he's coming back because Packers aren't trading him because they fucked that up. And Rodgers doesn't want to get traded. 
and he ain't going to retire. So there's one option left. He's back. Yay. Tim Shea, a couple days to reflect on it. You believe Aaron Rodgers has played his last game as quarterback of the Green Bay Packers? Mm-hmm or mm-mm? Mm-mm. No, no, he's back. Like Bart said, you know, we go through this whole thing. The thing is, when he does announce his retirement, he's going to do it at the beginning of the year because he wants all the attention on him, and he wants his little going-away party at every stadium that he goes to. So when he does, he will announce it at the beginning of the year. Ooh, yes, Tim. Good take. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. He wants Very yeah, he, take. Yeah, oh, in- so next year, next let's just because then it'll be like, oh, this is his last time playing the Bears, and then even the big cats yeah. of the world will be like, I know we've you know fucked with you and stuff, but man, it was a great rivalry and Vikings yeah. fan, and he'll get all these franchises to say how fun it is, and people will tell yeah. okay. we will we will be cel- we will be celebrating Aaron Rodgers 17 times next year. I mean it's it's one he gave you one Super Bowl. Am I am I off base on this? Someone tried to say well don't don't play this game because what if Giannis only wins one? Totally different. That is totally different. Why how? Uh because I like one of them and I don't like the other. <laughs> uh I, I Okay. Because the Bucks are garbage for so long. And then and then and then Giannis came and then they weren't. So was Favre winning one? Was that enough during the Favre era because the Packers had been garbage for so long? I would say yes. Although at the time, uh yeah, but now looking back, the fact that I think the fact that Rodgers only had one on top of Favre makes the Favre era like that makes it worse too. Because now you've got two Super Bowl. You got these guys. With two. If Rodgers won another one, we could at least say, "Oh, you got three with two of these two guys." And so mm-hmm. Favre could like kind of get some backdoor credit. Look, yeah. when they won the Super Bowl in 2010, you thought more were coming. You thought it was a dynasty. And then if you were to, I mean, if you if future you were to go and tell yourself, "I got to tell you something," not only are they not going to win another Super Bowl. I'm but I'm from 2023, by the way. Not only are they not going to win another Super Bowl, they're not going to get to one. They're going to host NFC Championship games at Lambeau. They're going to lose those. They're going to be two minutes away from winning, up 13 points. They're going to blow an onside kick. They're going to lose three straight elimination games at Lambeau at the end of his career. Meanwhile, he's going to win a bunch of MVPs and uh, and still not show up in the playoffs. Are you okay with that? You'd say, what? No, but I guess we are okay with it because everyone just wants to talk about how great this has been and every. Why am I? Is it because? Is it because I? Is it? Is it the tone of my voice? Is it because I? I come. Is it? Am I too sharp on this? Is it just not the right time? Like, why do I feel like I'm the only one that can see that this Rogers era wasn't as good as it should have been? And I think we're just all being very like, oh, thank you, like. I, I can have a weekend of just debauchery and I'm snoring and I'm a shitty dad and I'm falling asleep when I'm supposed to be watching my kid and I'm a, and I can have a bad weekend, but then Sunday night I take out the garbage and I think I'm husband of the fucking year. How come we're, how come we're letting him get away with a bare minimum? Bart, what if he wins, comes back next year and wins the Super Bowl? Oh, stop. <laughs> what if, it, what if they do? Yeah, but we've been saying that for 12 years. So what if they do? Well, it changes everything, Tim. 
But then, are, but are you willing to keep having him come back and try when we know what the outcome is? And now he's getting older. I mean, for them to win a Super Bowl, they have to have it where they they can't play a meaningful game in Lambeau in the cold. They can't do it. Yeah. So they have to like they have to not win the North because they can't host a game. So you have to thread the needle because they Rogers in the cold. That's why I thought they were going to lose to the Rams because he can't play in the cold. Well, and you know, Tim, if you want to play out the scenario of what if he comes back and they win it all, not saying that this precludes that from happening, but the Ken Ingles tweet that I saw yesterday said this, the green Bay Packers paid for their 2021 all in season by maxing out their visa in 2022. They maxed out their MasterCard, tightened their belt and sold off some of their expensive toys. In 2023, they will max out their Amex and again say goodbye to some of their favorite toys. 2020, so end of tweet. So I would just say 2021, very purposefully, was the year that they said, we're going to do it this year. We can do it. We'll look at our roster. If we just do this and that, we're going. it'll be worth it. Like, it'll be worth it. We'll take the cap pain later because we will go to a Super Bowl. Maybe we'll win a Super Bowl. It's going to, it's going to become increasingly more difficult as this new Rodgers contract kicks in to do that doesn't mean it's impossible. doesn't mean that at all, but if his play is not at an MVP level and they mix, they missed their all in window, which they did 2021 was the all in year. It's going to become increasingly unlikely their percentage chance, you know, of, of doing that, of winning a Super Bowl with Rodgers at that cap number, especially if he keeps, if he plays again, like he did in 2022, be very hard he needs to be an mvp and even then he needs to be an mvp in the playoffs which in his back-to-back mvp years in 20 and 21 he wasn't um so but here's what i'm going to say i'm going to ask the question to myself a couple days to reflect upon it do i believe that aaron Rodgers has played his last game as quarterback of the packers there are a couple things bart i don't know how much of this you noticed being in the suite at the packers game oh god but Tim, I don't know if you saw this when you were at the bar. There are a couple of things. So when when Rogers very purposefully waited for Randall Cobb to walk off the field, so they were walking off together, and then someone stopped Cobb to say something, and Rogers waited, and the cameras were following and following, and then they get into the tunnel, and Rogers wants to do that arm around the back thing with Cobb. At first, the camera starts panning with them, starts following them into the tunnel. And Rodgers, you can kind of hear it, but then they start to meet the audience, like, you know, get the f- away, like, go, like, don't, you know, piss off, right? So then the camera does the from behind view, because they wanted to follow them, follow them, watch the face. So instead, they settled for, like, the behind view. So between that moment, which was very, now, by the way, that could mean that Rodgers comes back, but Cobb doesn't. They still yeah, got Yeah, that's moment. a Cobb moment to me. <clears throat> it, it could be a Cobb moment. It could be a Cobb moment. But what Roger said in his post-game press conference was that some of the decision is going to have to do with which of his friends are back. Mercedes, Randall, Mason, Bakhtiari. Now, what I found interesting was Mason Crosby in the locker room talked about, I feel great, I'm coming back. Bakhtiari on Monday. Did you see that part? Mason can't come back. He is, he's done. He cannot kick a football. Well, he says he's coming. Mean, if given the choice, which is not always the player's choice, Crosby says, I feel great. I'm coming back. Um, David Bakhtiari on Monday, when they're cleaning out their lockers, said, You know, I definitely contemplated retirement, especially after that third knee surgery. 
but I have unfinished business. I'm coming back. Again, it might not be Bakhtiari's choice. If the Packers go to Bakhtiari and they say, hey, we need you to take a, a, a cut in your salary. We need to restructure this. And he says no. Well, then he can come back all he wants, but he's not going to be. So, like, again, the players have some say in this. So I just think that Rodgers was at least at least very well preparing for that strong possibility that he wanted that moment or those moments with some of his guys. I don't, I definitely don't agree with you, Bart, about 97% chance that Rogers is the quarterback next year. I would place it at 96, 55. I was going to say okay. like 60. Yeah. Like I, so I'm good, wrong, I'm good but as, I just, I've seen this before. I've seen it. I just, I literally some, watched it the last three years, but at some point, the actual season finale becomes the series finale. You know, like sometimes you can choose when that is. And sometimes you just get canceled by the network. So I don't know. I, I think it's, I think it's very slightly more likely that he is quarterback than he's not. But I think he was very cognizant of if this is it, not just for Randall, but for me, for Aaron, I want to, I want to really do this the right way. He was very purposeful. And we, he always is. We know that. But I think he I, – I think this year's felt different. To me, it felt different. It totally, totally, totally – Yeah, because he's not as good. It, well, he's not as good, and you wonder how much of that he believes, right? Is he going to Is he gonna do like what LaFleur did, which is say like, well, it's tough to acclimate new wide receivers. Oh, well, you know, excuse, excuse, excuse. Or is, does Rodgers look at it and say, yeah, I kind of lo- – I get it. I lost – two steps, you know, like, you know, and I don't know how I'm going to magically get that back. I do think the symmetry of playing until he's 40, he'll be 40 in December. Part of me thinks he wants to hit 40. Like there's, you know, like how round numbers are sometimes like with a baseball pitcher with saves, it's like 50, 100, 200, like the round numbers. I, I can see the symmetry of playing when he's 40 being something important to Aaron. Um, I'm going to say he's back, but with a lot, lot, lot less confidence than you had, Bart. Do you think we find out sooner? You kidding me? From years past? Or well, here. Do, you th- do you think he drags this out? No, wait, here's, here's, here's my telltale sign of, of this, how this is going to go. Bart, Super Bowl morning, there's going to be a report that comes out, and Rodgers is going to hijack the day and because that's what he does. Um, so we're going to find out on February 12th. Why? Because that's Super Bowl day. And uh, why have why have the focus on the Super Bowl when it can be on Rogers' future? No, I, I do think. We'll hey, find uh, your inter- your uh, your audio got weird. Give me a minute. Right All right. Well, he does whatever he's doing. I'm going to play this voicemail from John and Franklin. Uh, this is a Carl's Place voicemail. The Carl's Place voicemail line. Place a voicemail. Thanks to Carl's Place. They've got golf simulators. I think one could fit back there, Timmy Shea. Are you telling me I should go to Carl's place and uh Carlovet.com backslash Bart start browsing today? Here's John and Franklin. Good morning, it's John and Franklin. Further post mortem on another horrible loss, late season, end of the season that ends on Rambo Field. Inexcusable. And there's all kinds of blame to go around. Some of it should land on Gutekunst. Going into this season, from the beginning, we knew it was a bad plan with no one or two wide receiver. Okay, that just wasn't a good plan. Even if you draft some kid high, what were you going to expect? This was a team that was supposedly 
had Super Bowl expectations. That's why you gave a, a franchise crippling con contract to 12, right? Because you dug yourself a hole and you had to try to make some sort of amends. Just a mess with this up front, uh, up at the top of the organization. And that falls back down on Coach Soft Talk, okay? So many things I can question. You know, the, the misbehavior of this defense. Back in, back in my day, there was a different culture that went on on the sideline. And if you did some crap like that, you wouldn't even want to go back to the bench or you did it as far away from your coach as you could. You wouldn't be able to look them in the eye with this crap that you're pulling. What about going for it early in the game on our own 30? Let's take a look at that for a 30-yard line. It was somewhere around there. What are you doing? Either you have no respect for your opponent or you just assume you could get away with it. Throw away 75 years of basic football coaching theory. you got better ideas, right? Then you're, you're on fourth and less than a yard. You're going for it out of the shotgun. Not even throwing the threat out there that you might sneak it, which probably would have got you the first down, right? And, and when you don't, or, or by the way, you know, you line it up and you send Quadzilla into it. Isn't that what you got him for? Isn't that what he's supposed to be doing? Dylan is supposed to run that ball. Not maybe to the left, because we couldn't stop that guy, but maybe to the right, even if it wasn't the best running blocking on our line. What kind of message are you sending to Detroit when you don't do that? You're like waving the white flag. And if you're doing that, why are you even going for it there early in the game? A stupid, arrogant decision. And why didn't you go into this game after what happened in Detroit in the red zone? Why didn't you have a better plan on how to attack this team instead of once again getting stuck kicking a bunch of field goals, which just kept them in the game and made them with every minute believe that they could beat us? This team lacks toughness, and it starts up at the top. And I don't know how you're going to fix that. I really don't. But we'll have all offseason to talk about it when we're not talking about where 12's going and what he's doing and what he's taken in or whatever i just can't wait for this offseason it's going to be a, it's going to be a blast 402-915 bart uh that's john and franklin and i love him very much and i think that's a good transition paul maybe into ripping on lafleur let's do it sound better i had to go get my charger for the computer oh you sound god pristine angelic i'd say Beautiful. Love it. After the events of the last few days, including the loss at home to the Lions, Lafleur's post-game press conference where he refused to put any blame on Rodgers, and Monday's press conference where he stated he wants Joe Barry and the whole coaching staff back, you would like to officially cast a vote of no confidence in Matt Lafleur to lead this football team. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing. I mean, I, I believe he knows. But he gets up there, and I'm, I don't know what he's – what is he afraid of? I don't get it. They're best friends, Bart. There's a path that he's – so there's a – he could – I just – does he well, – The answer is – the answer is what's he afraid of? I think, I think he's afraid of confrontation. Yes. I don't think – But he's an he's a NFL head coach. Correct. He's a. Do you understand very why I don't give these like? There's 32 of these guys, and it's always they know more about football than you. When, and and Lafleur does. I mean, if we're gonna, if, if I'm gonna take 11 NFL players, I can take the best 11 players in the NFL. 
and he could have the Packers and we could try to scheme up a game plan. And the game plan for me is going to suck. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I'll run that clock better. I'll be more forceful in my decisions. Like just because you know, football doesn't mean you're a head coach. LaFleur is not a head coach. LaFleur is, he is the assistant to the traveling secretary of an organization. Well, let me just say too, like, so Cliff Kingsbury got fired on Monday. Yeah, I saw, I saw, right. I saw one of the really smart football people that I follow say Cliff Kingsbury is an offensive coordinator. There's nothing wrong with that. Maybe Matt LaFleur is a really great, incredible offensive mind. He's not a head coach. But a head coach is a different thing, man. And Cliff Kingsbury might be a terrific offensive mind who would have had the same success over the past four years as LaFleur had if given the same circumstances. But for some guys, Kingsbury for sure being one of them, LaFleur maybe being that you're an offensive coordinator. There's don't don't like the oh he's only an offensive coordinator. That's a great job. There's only 32 offensive coordinators in the world. But maybe that's maybe that's what he is. Well, we've got a head coach on our staff. His name's Rich Bisaccia. Yeah, you do. I would I would I mean I don't I don't I don't get it. I don't I don't get I don't I don't get I don't I just don't I mean it's so it's so frustrating to watch this team just willingly not be the best versions of themselves. He's he's a step behind. He's a step behind. You fired Mo Drayton a year too late. Look what happened against the 49ers. You, if you keep Joe Barry, you're going to have problems. Because he doesn't want he doesn't want to fight like and I've never fired anyone and I, I hope I don't ever have to. Uh, by the way, Tim, we need to talk after the show. <laughs> um Hashtag fire Shay. <laughs> Who's that from? Paul Lubke. Oh, yeah, he hates you, dude. I know. <laughs> I don't know who he is, so. Uh, Let me tell you. But while you finish that thought, I know we were having our Dan Campbell discussion after the game on Sunday. You know what Dan Campbell did in October after the game? He fired defensive backs coach Aubrey Pleasant. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they were buddies. I'm sure he hated doing it. But you know what happened after that? The season turned around for the Lions. Like, sometimes you just have to say, I hate doing this. I hope we can still, like, go Make past Make someone this. else do it. Because what LaFleur doesn't want, LaFleur doesn't, when he fires a guy, he doesn't want that guy to come in and be like, hey, but he wants that guy to be like, I understand. Right. I should be fired. I get it. You're not doing this. It's it's time. I understand. It's, it's I me, will not you. Now. It's me, I love not you. you. Let's go out for drinks. Like, you're doing me a favor, actually, sir. So until it gets to that point, you won't fire anyone until it's too late. It's very... Look, and again, I don't want people to get... You know, you don't... But this is this is something different. I mean, it's just... It's not... It's... Oh, how... How... Where did I go wrong? I want Super Bowls. And everyone's okay with one. Not everyone. Yeah. Timmy? I was just thinking about throwing Sega games at my wall again. And oh, what I was doing. Indestructible. Tim, uh, yeah. Timmy, Timmy, we're going around the boardroom. We're taking, we're seeing if anyone wants to cast a vote of no confidence in Matt LaFleur to lead this team going forward. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm, you'd like to cast your vote accordingly? Oh, mm-hmm. 100%. I, I mean, 
like I said, he's he's a year too late on everything, and it's gonna bite him in the behind. <laughs> Trying to be nice. What were you gonna say? It took Ass. Bart six. It took Bart six seconds in this episode to drop a really hard F. Yeah, you're toiling around, but whatever. You wouldn't even uh, play butt. <laughs> have Rich Basaccia do it. Just yeah. he, be, have him be the fire guy. Yeah, say Rich, can you fire Joe Barry? Like Joe, keeping Joe Barry is just it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me, but whatever. I mean, they're best friends, so let them fail for. I another they didn't season. even know each other. Let them let them fail for another season. Oh no, they're buddies. Were they? Previously? Yeah, yeah. Out in weren't wasn't. He, I think uh, Tim just Tim doesn't know he's talking. He's making shit up. No, no, they were friends. No, they weren't. Tim. Yes, they were. I can look it up. <laughs> Ah, uh, okay, whatever. No. I they were just, friends of friends. Sure, whatever. Yeah. They were they were coaching together in Washington. Nah, it's somebody else. Mm, okay. <laughs> God. All right, what's next? All right. But so- yeah, no, no, don't. I mean, absolutely not. I would say I appreciate the the thought that you need to see Matt LaFleur with a different quarterback, the one he drafted for his offense. I would want to say that that's true. But I think what LaFleur said after the game on Sunday, he was obviously upset they lost and all of those things. The thing that he was most emotional about was what Quay Walker did. And in that comment, he said about himself, LaFleur said about himself and said about his coaching staff that it's on them to make sure that their players are disciplined enough to not do the stupid stuff. That is, I know they're rookies and I know Devontae Wyatt did something stupid too. They're rookies, you know, they're young people playing a very pressure, high impact sport and emotions can take over. Part of my vote of no confidence which I don't Bart, this isn't Jason Kidd with the Bucks. The house is not on fire. I think someone left, you know, left something plugged in that they shouldn't have, and a fire could start, you know, like while you're sleeping. That could very well happen. Um, but it's not on fire. But I'm I'm worried about the discipline that the style of a Matt LaFleur is having, or in this case, not having. If he doesn't have enough control over Joe Barry and Joe Barry doesn't have enough control over his defensive players, that Quay Walker gets ejected twice. Quay Walker has been ejected at 100% of the games Bart Winkler has seen him in. Yeah, two. Two for two. I mean, but, you know, jokes aside, like that, that is the results. Results are always number one. It's a results based league. I get that. I think there's just some, and Bart, I saw this morning before we connected, you retweeted a clip, I think, from Andy Herman. Fourth and two. Season on the line, fourth quarter. All the Lions need is three yards to get a first down. And the defensive play call was just straight up gifted the Lions the three yards they needed. None of the pressure coverage. Yeah, nothing. and Goff barely completed the pass. The Right. So the point is, is like, you just, you just can't. That can't be allowed. That can't be something we're like, yeah, but, and you know what, what, what even made me more frustrated with LaFleur and his Monday press conference was he's, his justification for bringing back Joe Barry 
was that he showed improvement late in the year. Listen to the comment and tell me, like, I don't know if you've actually heard it or if you've read it, but whether for you two guys or anyone listening, LaFleur justified the decision or at least the thought process, because I suppose he could still fire him, but he said he intends to bring everyone back, including Joe Barry. He said, I really, I really enjoyed, appreciated whatever the word LaFleur used, the improvement that we saw, the adjustments that we saw late in the year. That can't be enough. That can't be like the keep your job qualifier to say, yep, you did enough. Well, no, the improvement was you're doing enough to make me not feel like I have to fire you. When, you, when you're referencing that, that thing with Quay, yeah, LaFleur in that press conference, because everyone knew what Quay did was wrong. Right. So then LaFleur was like, he was he took a stance. He says, You can't, we can't do that. That is that is not acceptable. Yep. For the thing that everyone agrees. Right. <laughs> and then and then when it's like Joe Barry, it's like, well, I don't I mean, we'll bring Rogers, I'll talk to him this week. Well, Quay. Oh, he cannot do that. Well, if you could just be that guy, yeah. Like you I don't know. Everything's gotta be a hundred percent before he like Oh God! Yeah, I, I. So listen, I don't even think I don't think I would want the. Now this would never happen, but I don't think you want to fire Matt Lafleur. I just think you want to demote him to offensive coordinator. No, I have, you want you want to say. You want to tell Matt Lafleur, hey, we're going to let Passaccia coach each game from the start. You take three laps around Lambeau Field. If when you get back we're losing, you can take over. But if we're winning, Rich finishes the game. You go well, up and. and- the box and listen to Wayne Larravee talk the whole time, right? Screaming in your fucking ear. And Bart, I know you've gotten heat for this take. And I know that you brought this take to uh, CBS national sports radio that you could coach a team to nine and eight or whatever your thing is. I did say that on national radio. I did. But here's, here's the thing about that. I don't, I don't want to discredit Matt LaFleur for his 13 win seasons to start his career. Yeah, He's my proof. So here, let me just say this. Like, I don't want to discredit that. He doesn't get 0% credit for that. He gets some credit for that. But let's be completely honest. If us three dum-dums inherited the Green Bay Packers team that Matt LaFleur did, we're winning nine of those 13. Yeah. Ten of those 13. So if you want to say, like, LaFleur still had a war of two or three versus, like, total, like, whatever, like, you know, people want to talk about this on a podcast, fine. You can, you can have a couple of those, but you don't get 13 of those. Like what you inherited, you like, no, you didn't build that. You, you took a really great job and you did what you should have done. Mm -hmm. I think this is when the tests are coming into play. And he very, very, very firmly, well, he's failed his three playoff tests in the previous years. And this one's really damning. I don't, I don't think he's a bad coach. I just think, I think much like Cliff Kingsbury, I think we're going to reflect on Lafleur in five years and 10 years and say, Really good offensive coordinator. Really, really top-notch, top-five offensive coordinator. I'm not even there yet. Does not have the the right stuff to lead a team as a head coach. I think does, that's I, I think that's going to be the post-career analysis of Lafleur. Does he get a pass until Love plays? I think he does. So that or, could be or, that could or, be another two years. Or at the very least until Murphy retires because this is Murphy's guy. That's in two years or that's next yep. year. Yep. Is it? Well, when is, do we know? I, that? I thought it was in the summer of 24. But they'll get two, 
okay, one more season one and then more. they'll be. I, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I thought I heard the okay. summer of 24. Anything else you want to say about LaFleur before we move on? Yeah, he was wildly unqualified to get this job. And look at where he came from. Uh, you can go back to when he was in Washington and he mentored RG3 and Kirk Cousins. Okay. Uh, then he went to Notre Dame and mentored Everett Golson. Don't even remember who that is. Then he was on the sideline. You know why Matt LaFleur doesn't have a Super Bowl ring, guys? Because uh, because the Falcons blew a 28-3 lead. Hmm. Oh, yeah. He was the uh, offensive coordinator of that team. Then he went to the Rams uh, and did nothing. And then he went to Tennessee and didn't play Derrick Henry. And then he got hired as the coach. Yeah. Look, again, he, I'm sure all these people are nice guys. It's part of the nature of being whatever the fuck it is I am, but I, I, I want – God, jeez. Can you put up a poll on this, Bart? Like about would you like to cast – if you were in the if you were in the room, would you cast a vote of no confidence in Matt LaFleur to lead this team moving forward? You can do it. I'll retweet it. Okay. I know we, we were 3-0 to zero on this. I think if we were to bring in, you know, the whole StreamYard postgame thing – I, and you had a hundred people in here. I, I think you'd get a majority. I think you'd get a majority who would say vote. Nobody has confidence in Lafleur. The the only reason might be because they're being Lafleur about it and don't want to do it too soon, just in case they're making <laughs> the wrong decision. Yeah, fair, very possible. Thank All right. Um, here's a slight pivot. Over the next five years, the NFC North team that will win the most games. Over the next five years, the NFC North team that will win the most games is the Packers. Mm-hmm. Or mm-mm. Uh, um, I don't know. Show your work. What are you thinking? What, what are you debating? I'm thinking, okay, I thought of Detroit, but what's their quarterback situation going to look like? Then I thought of the Bears, but will they actually figure it out? And I thought of the Vikings, and everyone seems to forget about them. Then they win nine or eight games, eight, eight, nine. They're going to average nine wins a year. But then what are the Packers going to do? Uh, I do. Are they going to do? Are they going to go to Jordan Love? If I say yes, am I saying am I saying yes because I think Jordan Love can be the guy, or am I saying Rodgers is going to come back, or or what? Oh, by the way, thank you for this. When I say I want Rodgers to leave, out, goodbye. So often the response is, "Okay, brace yourself for twenty years of bad quarterback play." Where does the fucking twenty come from? Where, where does it come from? It's always 20. Brace yourself for 20 bad years a quarter. Where does that number come from? <laughs> Why is it 20? Maybe it's none. Maybe Jordan Love's good. Maybe Jordan Love sucks. And then they draft a guy or trade for a guy. Maybe it's one year. Why is it always 20 fucking years? So because if Rodgers retires, we're not going to have a good quarterback until 2043. Fuck that. Because Packer fans think of what was before. This isn't even this is Packer fans. Every fan, every, every NFL person, has decided that when Rodgers retires, it's going to be exactly twenty years of bad play. 
Where is that coming from? I'm going to say, mm-hmm, because Jordan Love is the fucking real deal. And Jordan Love is going to be so good that people are going to be like, oh, my God. We had this guy sitting behind Frosty McOldnuts for three fucking years. <laughs> mm-hmm. Timmy. Over the next five years, the NFC North team that will win the most games is the Packers. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. I will go mm-hmm. Pending what happens to Chicago, they're gonna fuck it up somehow, some way. The it's NFC, the, the NFC North is just so unstable. I I think it's a it's a one year hit here for the Vikings. The Lions are going to be the Lions. They'll probably win four games next year. Yeah, I don't. They, they no, no. Well, that's I a think bold. That's, that's I, a bold. I, that's a bold claim. That yeah. is. A bold claim. I, I don't. I'm. I'm not buying into the Lions quite yet. You know, they also have the number four pick in the draft because of the Rams trade. That's fine. I. I'm not buying into them. They need. They need to do this multiple years. Until I can, until I can say yes. So just by default, I guess. Why not? They got. I mean, we'll see. Goff's serviceable. They got a good defense. Amon Ra is going to be one of the better wide receivers in the league. Uh, Paul's Jameson. best friend Jamal Williams plays on the team. They need to do it if they, if they do it next year again. If they, if they compete, they, they need to make the playoff. They need to make the playoffs. Well, I mean, I would just say Jamison Williams is obviously going to improve now that he's healthy. Aiden Hutchinson. Plus, he's going to have a chip on his shoulder for not getting Rogers' jersey. It's true. Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson was great. I mean, they're they're not like. And by the way, Bart, you said their quarterback situation in Detroit. Dan Campbell went very very strong in saying Goff is our guy. So they're oh, not. Goff is, Goff is a lot younger than we think he is. He's like what 27, 28? 28. Like I think everyone thinks he's like thirty three. No, he's twenty eight. Was he the same year as Carson Wentz? Was Goff one and Wentz two? Is that what it was? Oh I think God. that's right. I know Wentz is 29. Um, 2016 NFL draft. Goff, and Goff Wentz. Wentz, Bosa, Zeke, Ramsey. Wow. Yeah. Who did we take? I was just about to ask you that. Who did we take that year? Oh, Kenny Clark. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just by default. By default, and so so okay. So rank them, rank them real quick. Next five years, total number of wins in the division. Packers, Packers. Then who? Packers, Vikings. Well, what's Lions. the Vikings quarterback situation going to be? Okay, so let, let me just talk through that and, and think of your think of your order of four. I have low confidence in the Vikings over the next five years because Cousins. They're going to have to make a transition. Yeah. At some point in those five years, the Bears have the number one overall pick in the draft. They're going to be good, maybe. A stud young quarterback and $100 plus million of cap space this offseason. They might, the Bears might only win like five games next year, but in years two, three, four, five of this scenario, if they do this right, and I know that's a big if, and I know like a Rami Makhlouf and other Bears fans are like, yeah, huge if. But if they do this right, man, the Bears are really well positioned to be the answer to this question. If I'm the Bears, I trade Justin Fields and sign Lamar Jackson. Well, I want to talk. I mean, when you were saying the whole thing about 20 years of bad quarterback play with the Packers, bring in Lamar. <laughs> yeah, fuck yes, please. I mean, I'm not. Um, I'm not. I'm not kidding. Why would you? How is that even a joke? 
He's it's an not- MVP. We love MVPs that don't win Super Bowls. <laughs> Lamar is not going back to the Ravens. He's not going back to the Ravens. I changed my answer. I'm going to go, mm-mm, and then I'll go Lions, Bears, Packers, Vikings. Whoa. That's how I rank them. Scooted them down to third. You, you, cha- you changed my mind. You changed my mind. I'm going to go that- Bears, Packers. Yeah, I'm – you changed my mind. You change. You. That's easy. It's an easy question now. We're all who'd, sitting on the Bears. We shouldn't be. Who'd you go first with, Tim? Lions or Bears? Lions. Lions. You made. You made me lion. Lions. Bears. Packers. Vikings. I think. Bears. I think if I was. I mean, because I think of it as like if I was buying future stock, and I was thinking of as like what team is best positioned to to like you know be a good return on investment in the next five years. I have the, the team- fucking hottest take. Hit, hit it. It's not so much. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, I have I have four minutes, and I would love to hear this. Go for it. I was just thinking. I wish the Bears were an AFC team. Oh, you'd root for the hell out of them, so I could like them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to. The great history. They're close. Chicago's a good sports town. It'd be fun to go down and watch some games. I think Minnesota over these next five years, Justin Jefferson's the best wide receiver period end of discussion but delvin cook is old in running back years delvin cook is old no, he's Kurt Cousin, he's 28 he's been around for seven years he was in the kevin king draft class jared goss 28 they're playing vastly different positions <laughs> i got one more okay stetson bennett green bay packers quarterback <laughs> he's almost he's he's almost aaron Rodgers' age he is Lamar's age. He is Lamar's age. He's the same age as Jordan Love, right? Do you have any oh, questions that you need to get out? or No, I, I'm trying to think of my ranking, and then I'll ask the last one real quick, and you guys can debate it. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say if I was buying future stock, I would buy it in the Lions first because I think they've proved that 9-8 and eight is a starting point for being realistic. Having two picks in what would essentially be the lottery of the NFL playoffs, they get number – is it four overall from the Rams, and then they get number – 18 from their own not making the playoffs. I think they have a real they're really built to do this. I'm really going to I'm going to say them first. I'm going to say the Bears second because of what we talked about the 100 million dollars in cap space and Justin Fields. I'm going to put the Packers third and so I think maybe Tim and I we wound up in the same place. Packers third and Vikings fourth. The Vikings are going to after one year if we did like a one year from now, I think we're going to look back and say, "Uh-oh," because the Vikings are going to be very well set up to win the division again next year. But I think years three, four, and five could be really rough in this scenario for Minnesota and um, could be a very, very drastic turn in the division. And that's not even like not buying Jordan Love. I just don't know what the Packers are in three years. Who's the coach? Who's the quarterback? What's, what's the, like, what are they? I don't know what the Packers are in three years. So I sure as hell don't know what they are in five years. Yeah. Do we know anything about what the 2026 Packers will look like? You know what I do know? Yeah, 44-year-old Aaron Rodgers will be <laughs> contemplating I you, retirement. I think you do know what the Bears and Lions will mostly sort of look like. So um, here's the one I'll leave you with, and you can talk about it. And I'll give you my answer right away. The wild card weekend game you're most looking forward to is Cowboys-Buccaneers on Monday night. Mm-hmm or mm-mm. I'm going to say mm-mm. Give me Chargers Jaguars. Yeah. Okay. Timmy. Mm-hmm. On Chargers Jaguars. 
Um, I would say this. Obviously, the game that the NFL, apparently ESPN for Monday Night Football, fought like hell to get Buccaneers-Cowboys, which makes sense. It's a game at Jerry World. It's Tom Brady. Well, it's really the only good game. The game's in Tampa. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It is in Tampa. So, sorry, you're right, yeah. despite having like three fewer wins. All these um, games, like, the playoffs are going to be real good division around. These games are what are these? Games? Yeah, there's not. A, that's what was hard. About, like, I think the Packers 49ers would have re, like the NFL clearly would have wanted Packers 49ers. So they could have been Saturday primetime. I'm pretty convinced of it. Yeah, very possible. So I'm going to say Chargers Jaguars is mine. Tim, what's yours? Bart, what's yours? And then I'm going to go. Uh, Cowboys Buccaneers. Chargers Jaguars. Okay. Keep talking with yourselves. Good to see you. Talk soon. Bye, Paul. Bye. Paul Emig. I can't wait to see how bad the uh, Seahawks get beat oh. by the 49ers, though. I don't know yet. And then everyone's going to sit back and say, well, I'm glad that wasn't the Packers in there, you know. Yeah, hey, 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 if there's one good thing that came of this, it's that we won't lose to – I think we were going to beat the Niners because it wasn't going to be in the cold and Brock Purdy ain't that good. Nah. Uh, anything else you want to say? Uh, I still have no. I don't. I don't. I don't either. Uh, your Christmas present is still here, by the way. I need you to give me a Christmas that. present. Yeah, I still. I need a. I need to give you your Christmas. I didn't present. even know you got me one. Yeah, I did. I did. Why? Uh, I just was feeling generous this season. I think it's you, nothing. Oh, that's okay. What'd you get me? I got. What'd you get me? Um, I got you this uh, two free loge level ticket offer from the Milwaukee Brewers. Still have it. So, Merry Christmas. Uh, I got you a Christmas present. I did, actually. Oh, you did? Yeah. I gave your email to Emma Baker of the Milwaukee Bucks. She'll be <laughs> contacting you soon for tickets. Great. Emma, can't wait to hear from you if she listens. Right. Tim, love you, buddy. Love you, Bart. Talk later. And that's a wrap. Uh, the next show will be live post game. Thursday's show, I plan to be live post game Bucks Hawks. That's who they play, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Zach Elb. Playoff playoff preview with Zach Elb of CBS Sports Radio. That'll be Thursday's show. That's it. See you, Tim. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.